Welcome to Talking Shit About with me, Elizabeth, aka Elizabeth. because I don't know if I've mentioned this in any other episode. I'm also a musician. Uh, not very talented, but I work with talented people, so it sounds pretty good. I'll have a link to that in the show notes because we'll also mention it in the episode. So I figured why not, why not do a little self-promo? I think I deserve it. More importantly, the people that worked on the album deserve it. Any who's will be, I'm going to interview Introvoid, and I always want to refer to them as Introvoid and not by their actual name. This, I either associate somebody with their actual name or, you know, their stage or Instagram handle. You know, it's one or the other. I can't do both. And we talk shit about sports, and it's a really fun conversation, and I'm excited to have them again in the future. We mentioned very briefly sexual and domestic abuse as well as the exploitation of children. So keep that in mind when you're listening. It's very brief. And with that being said, let's go ahead and talk some shit. Have you ever heard the rapper that like samples us for his choruses? What? There's a rapper named Marshland Monster. Okay. Um, and he does, he will put like comedy bang bang uh, references in the verses as well. But in the ones that I've heard, maybe he has a much bigger catalog than another. The chorus is us. The chorus will be just clips from the show. Talking with the rapper, clicking, triple, watching tally. Yes, fit and shut with terrorists and cripple, brittle skellies. Beats are gonna pay you quick, the wiggles in your belly. You wanna be a derelict, but little Machiavelli. Well, the meek is speaking Arabic, the weak is seeking heretics. Speaking, tricking, please, crying, leaking, anti-narratives. America's embarrassing and never sharing arrogance. Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Talking Shit About. I'm here with Steve Barnes, and they are the guitarist for Introvoid and Rebecca Crow. They're the producer and host of the Sweet Child of Time podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Welcome to you too. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I'm really glad you reached out. Um, you do really cool stuff and I'm excited to talk shit with you. Yeah, same here. Um, uh, I first became aware of you like months ago and uh, you know, I was very interested in your music. So this is an honor. Thank you. Yeah, uh, shout out to Keith and Billy and Grant um, and Steve, but especially Keith because he did most of the work on that album, which I will post in the comments since we're talking about it. <laughs> Good. Uh, might as well, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do and just kind of tell me how you're doing? How's your week? Yeah, sure. Um, yep, like you said, I, I play guitar for those two bands and they're both based out of my home. Um, Introvoid is basically just me, and uh, I sometimes play with my friend Sam Colloran. Um, He might be led into being a, an official member one day, but we've been playing music together for years. We're, you know, we're best friends. And then um, Rebecca Crow is me and my wife, and that's where we have the most fun. Is just we can blow off steam and come in here and play, uh, you know, Jack White songs, Queens of the Stone Age songs, Weezer, Pack AD. Those are the kind of stuff that we play. And she sings, I play guitar, we have a drum machine, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. when couples are in bands. It's like <laughs> treating something. My boyfriend and I have like talked about doing that, and like it's probably never going to happen. Um, so respect. Well, we used to we used to talk about it too, and it never happened. We've been together for you know decades now, but you know she when we first met, that was one of the first things that like attracted me to her was that she was a guitarist, she was a musician, 
Um, and you know, we, I think we like half-heartedly like wrote songs together in those first couple of years and it just never, you know, panned out. And it wasn't until, you know, the pandemic that we, we started doing this and we love it. I mean, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of art coming out during the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of stillness for a while and then now everybody's creating i feel like i'm repeating myself i've definitely said this in a past episode um <laughs> but it's true that's exactly yeah. what what got me into publishing and doing all this was through the pandemic i met my friend um rapper marshland monster and he produces all his stuff he produces a podcast he produces music and between him and my other friend sam Colloran, and then of course myself um, during the pandemic, that's when I learned how to use all this stuff and learn how to utilize the tools that I already had access to, to actually publish music and produce a podcast and do a, po a weekly podcast. And it's, I think it's thanks to the pandemic. If not for that, you know, I, we not still be plugging along, I guess. I don't know. I can't imagine now living through the pandemic, what things would have been like if we hadn't have gone through the pandemic. It was you know a tragedy we all went through and <laughs> i don't know yeah it, this is a this is a theme that you have talked about before <laughs> <laughs> um but you articulated it so much better than i did so great <laughs> if you say so thank you <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and oh you wanted we were gonna talk some shit before we started talking shit um yeah about your week because you you had some events yeah, well, not necessarily events, but I definitely will tell you, um, I can talk some shit now about, a, a, I, I say talking shit lightly because I'm, I'm, I'm glad you have this concept of a podcast because I don't normally go around talking shit and you give me this opportunity to do it, <laughs> this platform that I can, you know, talk shit about Dinnerly, which is an online subscription that they send you uh, three meals per week for a low price. And there's lots of other places that do this kind of thing. I can't think of the names off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about. These, these online subscription services for meals. And it, it showed up in a giant cardboard box, which I was expecting that, but I wasn't expecting it to be like full of like foam insulation and these two like five pound giant blocks of ice um, everything was, was packaged in its own little, uh, plastic bag. So I had now have like 50 like plastic bags and going through the recipe was delicious. We all loved the meal that I made tonight out of it, but it's stuff I could have easily bought at the store for half the price. And so that's, that, that is my suggestion is that's what I did tonight is I canceled my subscription but I downloaded all the recipes first so that I can, uh, mm, I can, clever. you know, go to the store and buy those because we're vegetarians. So it's kind of hard to come across new, good vegetarian recipes. So it's perfect for me. Now I have 20 recipes I can try out and I'm just going to buy the stuff from the grocery store <laughs> instead of this huge box. That's a giant waste of everything <laughs> basically. Yeah. Okay. Good, good advice for our listeners out there. If you're going to take anything from this episode, take you're that. not sponsored by one of those things. Are you? Oh, no, I don't have any sponsors. Um, <laughs> certainly not them in the future, but that's okay. Fuck them. Um, yes. <laughs> take care of the environment. Stop doing that. That's exactly what we were thinking. We have all this stuff yeah. now to recycle, but some of it you clearly cannot recycle. Mm -hmm. eh? Yeah. It's, 
2022. We should get with it. I think this is a this is I think this was somebody's pandemic project too. As a matter of fact, this whole dinnerly thing—it probably it's, it definitely spurned from the pandemic. Yeah, it's definitely become like a huge thing. Yep. Um, I hear it like ads for other ones like all the time on other podcasts. I don't know why I can't think of any of their names. I listen to podcasts constantly and they're always coming up like in the feed, like they're talking about these, these subscription services. I can't think of one right now, except for the one that I subscribe to. So uh, we got that's a good Hello thing. Fresh. There, I'm, there oh, you go. I'm ruining it. Hello Fresh, <laughs> uh, Daily Harvest. And, uh, those are the only two I can think of. Blue Apron. I got a Blue Apron. Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but fuck but, all of those do not sponsor my podcast <laughs> and <laughs> well here's something else so your listeners can get to know me my week has been this has been an easier week this past week because i have a 16 year old daughter and she just is now able to drive herself places she's Yay. we've been doing like the learner's permit thing for like six eight months now but just this past week she's driving herself to school because school just started Right now, she drove herself to the skate rink, and that's where she's at now, and she'll be driving herself home. It, it's Aww. it's mind-blowing. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that feeling of independence when you finally get to drive your own car, too, is a great feeling and such like a key point in becoming like a, I don't know, teenager growing into an adult in the next few years. It's like a big, yeah, big thing of independence. Yeah, that's awesome that you're like not freaking out because I feel like a lot of parents have like these like attachment issues and are like, oh, I have to know exactly what they're doing and like I have to drive them. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, encourage them, let them have a good time. I've, I've, that, that comes through like a lot of work, you know, myself though. I haven't always, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think pre 2006, I was, I was a bit more unhinged than I am now. And, in post 2006 or maybe even like a little later than that um you know a lot of self-actualization a lot of growing up in that time <laughs> and i definitely have better perspective now um i did i do have an older son who's 27 but I, yeah i didn't really have like the freaking out thing other than just the normal anxiety of that you know hope they get home okay kind of thing mm -hmm. but yeah i didn't have too much anxiety with him either uh I guess because I've seen and I'm confident in her. I'm confident in the way she carries herself in public and the way she drives too. She drives too fast for my liking, but she's a good driver. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> I, I love supportive dads. It's just, <laughs> oh, just I guess I always have been that, but I think I, I, yeah. I think I've grown to be better, a, a better one <laughs> through, you know, experience, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to let anybody give me a compliment. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Should we go ahead and. Oh, I guess. I don't know. My week was pretty boring and uneventful. It's just like work stuff. And I don't really want to talk about work on podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fun, uh, so though. Have you? I, I'll ask you then. Um, I'll lead it. Have you um, done anything like musical in the past couple of weeks? Heck no, I haven't done anything artistic. Like I haven't updated my art Instagram in like over a year. I'm yeah, work has been kind of my main area that my brain has been focused on, but my service term with AmeriCorps ends this month. 
So I will have a year before I start grad school. And so I'm going to use that time to do a bunch of creating and we'll see, we'll see if I make music, but I'd like to for sure. Um, but short answer, no, I haven't, I haven't done anything. <laughs> well, you're podcasting right now. So that counts for something. Right. Yeah, that is true. Um, it's been going <laughs> for over a year and yeah, I only do monthly because I knew that I would not be able to commit to weekly or bi-weekly. But yeah, it's just a really reasonable standard I set for myself and it seems to be working out pretty good. Monthly is good. Like I was doing weekly for a long time because, you know, we do a recap podcast. And so we just started over from a season of the Wheel of Time. We watched season one, which was already out there. But we were doing weekly episodes because we would span each episode of Wheel of Time would give us two episodes for us to do. But once we ran out of those episodes and we ran out of bonus features and there's no new season on the horizon, I thought we would just keep it going every week. And I had a plan to do so, but not talking about the main focus of our podcast was, I don't know, it was just kind of weird. So we've kind of backed off now. We're not going to, we're not going to um, podcast again until new wheel of time, um, I guess, content comes out. And then once that does, we'll go back into podcasting weekly while it's coming out. And then when it's not out, we'll just go back. We play music together, too. So we'll just go back to, you know, sharing music. And he's a full time podcaster, so he never stops. But this particular podcast of ours, I'm with you. Like um, if if I was doing a podcast such as yours, I would definitely want to do it monthly as opposed to weekly. I think it's a wise choice. Thank you. It's one of the few I've made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're here to talk shit about sports. Yay. Fuck them. Absolutely. Yes. Fuck them. Overall, yeah. Yes, like almost as a whole. I uh, I don't, like I said, I, I don't say this in casual life. Like I would never dare say this to like my family or like my friends while they're enjoying sports, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I guess there's value in them, but for me, myself, fuck them. I, do, I don't like it. I don't like the time suck. I don't like the commitment that you have to put into it. Like once you start a game, you have to complete it. Um, <laughs> I, I not, not a fan whatsoever. And I have a, I have a bunch of angles and we'll, <laughs> Yeah, not sure. I'm not sure where to begin. So I guess this is where I'll let you like guide us. Yeah, well, let's start in the beginning. Um, (laughs) What was your relationship to sports kind of like growing up? Sorry, it's kind of funny. I'm asking about your childhood. Um, No, that's fine. (laughs) uh, Yeah. What was your relationship to sports growing up? And, um, you know, did your did you play any Did your friends play any? Was it in your household? Yeah, I'm from Richmond, uh, Virginia, and I don't know if that means anything or not, but I just feel like sports are always ever present and always have been. When I was growing up, when I, I guess consider like elementary school years, not at all. I, I I dabbled in like the school band at that time, but I was more into like playing in the woods and swinging on the swing set, stuff like that. Not interested in all. And like joining in like football games that, you know, pick up football games in the field or whatever. That was never my thing. Uh, Middle school, I guess like a friend of mine was into the Dallas Cowboys. And like that was like an identifier with him. 
So I was like best friends with him. So I was like, yeah, sure. Dallas Cowboys. So like, there's a picture of me like with um, like a Dallas Cowboys jacket on and a hat. And it looks like I'm a, like a super sports guy. And, you know, I, I never cared for it, never watched it. But I do know like for a span of my life, I had like a Dolphins uh, jersey and I had that Cowboys jacket and hat. But only because like my friends were into that kind of thing. And quickly I, I digressed away from that and wasn't, I mean, I was always athletic and had the ability to throw a ball and to do all those kind of things. And of course, it's not like I never did it. Of course I did. And I was good at throwing spirals and things like that. I was much more into throwing the ball back and forth with my friends or like hitting a tennis ball against a wall by myself, um, or skateboarding. You know, I like doing those kind of things. But when it came to like a game where like a bunch of guys had to get together and make a team. And of course, this is the 80s. That's why I say guys, because it, it was all guys. I don't remember like any girls playing sports in that era of like sixth to eighth grade, like in our neighborhood, because, you know, there was like the neighborhood kids or whatever. And yeah, they would pick up games of, you know, football, basketball. I, I hated it because like it would start out kind of fun. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a, maybe a good idea. And like after 10 or 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of done, but you can't be done because there's a team and they're like counting on you. So then like the rest of the time, I'm like half-heartedly, you know, just going through the motions like, oh, I wish this was over. <laughs> and that's just kind of how it's always been. I can't imagine like a, you can't see me, but I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt and like in Quidditch and that made up sport Quidditch. Like you can't stop the game until you catch the snitch. And like in the books, like the Harry Potter books, like games have gone on for days, like in the rain and crap. And I'm like, I could never imagine. I've just throw my broom down like. Yeah, no, that's when you take a knee. You're like, oh, ow, the whatever. I don't remember the names of all the balls, but like, you know, the son of a bitch one, not like (laughs) waxy, that one, just like, oh, it hit me and just fall to the ground on my sixth grade. So I grew up or not grew up, but um, I went to middle school, high school and was in sixth grade in Northern Virginia, um, which obviously that's very vague um Fairfax (laughs) County nice and yeah soccer was like a huge thing especially for girls I had like a best friend who played soccer and so my parents were like all right you should play soccer too give you make make you do something because I'd never (laughs) done sports we were on the same soccer team and the story was going to be way shorter and then I was like no context um (laughs) we were on the same soccer team as this um poor girl who really didn't want to play soccer and it was pretty obvious right um and she would constantly just take a knee and just dives and just be like oh no i'm down and then would proceed to eat all of the orange slices before (laughs) halftime and so we'd get to halftime and she would have eaten all the orange slices so now we're fucked and it was a huge thing but yeah she told me one time i had a weird shaped head um yeah sports or something so yeah relatable (laughs) <laughs> yeah I just I just I don't know like having I think like any sport where you have like two teams on an opposing side like football hockey soccer basketballs like this is our side this is your side we're trying to go this way and you're trying to stop us or something 
any of I, I just it loses my interest. Like I can't watch it. It just loses my interest completely. Baseball is a little more interesting because like the you know the players are interspersed, I suppose. But even that gets very boring to watch. I've never understood the act of watching sports. And I think that's like where I guess I have like a defining line among like, I, I, you know, I don't want to watch sports. And so most people do want to watch sports. <laughs> and so that's just like an activity that like I automatically X myself out of just by default. Yeah. It's like the one time I'm a football fan is once a year um oh my god i forgot what it was called that's how much i don't watch football <laughs> the super bowl the super bowl uh, just because i love chicken wings i mean you're a vegetarian <laughs> so i imagine it's not quite as fun i just don't do super bowl parties just straight up yeah <laughs> I, don't I don't like parties either so i think parties oh, yeah. suck <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll do a parties episode too add it to the list Woo, uh, yeah I, I i probably could talk more shit about that but we're here to talk shit about sports and they're yes. they they suck to watch and they they're kind of fun to play but they for me like the it doesn't last long so and let i think playing a sport i can see like the i don't know i can see it i <laughs> i don't blame anybody for like liking sports because i can totally see why and i can see the camaraderie i can see the athleticism I just don't like the 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 scoring aspect, I suppose, and the rules that you have to play within. And I mean, I understand that you have to have rules and boundaries and everything, but in, I don't know. I think in sports, it can make it very unfun. <laughs> and, yeah, um, I agree with you about watching sports, especially when it comes to games like baseball or football that don't have like a set amount of time that they're gonna like be done i'm a very <laughs> very scheduled person right. and like soccer sometimes there'll be overtime or whatever but you have a pretty good idea of how long the game is gonna last um you're like you know i gotta <laughs> allot two hours for this event whereas like baseball you have no fucking idea like that's your goddamn day that's all you're doing is watching <laughs> baseball or maybe yeah. not maybe it'll be a really short game and you'll be like what the fuck do i do now i'm drunk and it's 2 p.m um not that i drink anymore but i imagine that's what people go through i guess i'll beat my spouse now <laughs> <laughs> eat a hot dog uh yeah sports yeah i don't i don't really see and even soccer, like, even though I played it for years, I just don't really have any interest in watching other people play it. It's just something I like, I like the camaraderie and I quit playing because it's quit being fun. Like it got way too competitive and like, sure. kids are crying and fighting and like, police are getting called on my stepdad because he threatened to wh shove a whistle <laughs> up the ref's ass because like, <laughs> all these middle school kids are like punching each other on the field and like uh. playing dirty. And it was just like a fucking nightmare. It's like, this isn't fun. Like I want to have a good time with my friends and, you know, right. get a little muddy and maybe get like a little frustrated, you know, when you're faced with a challenge. But the second people start getting like actually upset is when it stops being fun for me. Sure. Yeah, and I, th I think that happens a lot in sports. I mean, of course, people try to practice good sportsmanship, and I, I see that stressed a lot. 
Um, but it, I was never involved in any team sports um, in school. And my kids weren't either. Um, my wife, Heather, was not. None of my friends were. And I was talking to my wife about this, actually, that we, she and I both, like growing up, like we didn't have any sort of like organization that we were part of. So we kind of like just by default did like individualized kind of stuff. I was into skateboarding and, and music and that led to me going to shows and, you know, a lot of downtime and got into, you know, things I probably shouldn't have got into. Um, my kids have both been not part of sports necessarily. My daughter is a skater, um, but my son was into scouts cause he was not into sports at all, but he was really into scouts. And that was like a, an organized thing. I was part of it too. I did that with them. And I, I don't know. I'm really glad he did that instead of a sport because it's more of an individual thing. And it's a, gives you like a big broad scope of things to be interested in as opposed to like other kids, like his age where like they played basketball all the time, for example. And that's what they did all the time. And I don't know. It was neat to see that, uh, you know, with Caleb's and with his interest, it just led us a lot of different ways. Some of those ways were sports. I have to admit, you have to earn some sport merit badges. So <laughs> I had to run some, you know, merit badge, um, badge classes involved in sports just by default because I was a leader. Um, but I don't know. It's it's different, I guess, doing that with with those types of kids. I guess I should say too, like all the kids in our troop were more, you know, um, you know, introverted, individualized types of kids, musicians, gamers. These are the type of kids that were in our troop that we didn't have a lot of um, gung ho. Like I don't know. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, there was was no jocks. It was no preps. It was just the cool kids. I don't want to say that because whatever, (laughs) but (laughs) it just seemed like the the kids in our in our troop were were individuals. They didn't really fall into any specific category. So it was good for all of them, because if they weren't there, they probably would be doing the same thing I was doing, just trying to play in bands and trying to make friends any way you can. And I don't know, uh, <laughs> where yeah. was I going with that? Just some babbling from a dad. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking shit about sports, right? Skateboarding is a sport. Some would argue. I would argue. Yes. Right? I, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a participant in that sport as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's sort of like horseback riding or like fishing. It's, it's like a sport but it's not what you think of like it's not like a team sport or like yeah i don't know it just feels different for some reason it I don't does know why. well because there's not like a game involved it's i guess mm. you have like individual goals that you have to meet instead of like a you know a, a goal of a game and mm-hmm. um you know these types of these types of sports too like skateboarding surfing you know my daughter's into roller skating um, running if you're into marathons and stuff because I've done some jogging I guess you consider that a sport but even in those individualized sports when you put them in a setting like the x games or like my daughter she's into competition um, roller skating so the judging like 
I guess that's completely directly related to skating. And I can talk shit about the judging because how do you judge, you know, a, a skateboarding routine um, unobjectively? It's really hard to. I mean, you're going to take things into account, like the way the person looks or like this particular style they have or, you know, how long they can do something or how they dress or I don't know. I think that's all bullshit. <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, th they do this scoring thing and I understand why, because you can, tr you Charlotte's coach is always telling her like, you know, when you're getting judged by the judges, you're not getting judged against the other skaters you know you're you're getting judged against yourself it's your own score somebody at the end is going to have the highest score though of course and they're going to get a gold medal so i don't know it's there's a lot of different angles to look at it i look at it as i watch like 12 skaters do the exact same thing and you don't see much difference in what they're doing but then you look at the scoring sheet and there's like wildly different scores and they're not exactly what you would expect and I can tell you like every single event that we've done with her skating and you look at the scoring sheet, there's always, you know, somebody pointing out like this, this judge scored this person way too high or way too low. And, you know, that can completely throw the whole, the rest of the thing off. I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> yeah. What is, your least favorite sport it's got to be the ones with the two opposing teams on the either side of the field so i would lump that into like um i'm making these gestures with my hands that you can't see <laughs> they're very funny um football hockey soccer uh, i think those have got to be the worst i guess football because i see and hear about so much head trauma and I personally have known people that have had like severe head trauma and injuries from sports that have affected the rest of their lives. And I think it's a pretty dangerous sport and I think it sucks. Um, I think football is the worst of them all. Yeah. That's the one. How about you? What do you think is the worst of them all? Yeah, I think it's football. I don't like the aggression that it People who are aggressive are going to be aggressive in whatever they do. But for some reason, those contact games attract right. violent and like aggressive people. And I don't love the like rival, the intense rivalries where like you're like heckling stra strangers, but like oh. not in like a fun way or like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just all this we weird like cultural bullshit that comes with it and like just like the all i'm like it's fine to like i'm obsessed with star trek like star trek is like all over my house so it's not like you know i don't i guess i just don't fucking get it uh me neither you're talking to the thing, right person the loyalty <laughs> i don't get it um again football's the worst Thank you, you know somebody's gonna <laughs> change their name and then everybody gets all up in a fucking tizzy and it's like it's just a fucking game and then people, the, like the riots and like burning cars and just doing all sorts of crazy Ugh. shit. Again, it's like a game. You're not even playing. Your kid isn't even playing. Like, what, what, what stake do you have in this? And then like, right. oh, I guess if you're betting, but like, you know, that's, you play, you lose. Again, games. I, yeah, I just don't get it. 
the- you're right. Soccer fans are the worst and football is the worst sport. So <laughs> I think that's how it goes. It's, it's been disappointing to me all my life because all my best friends, with the exception of now, my best friend, Sam, I got another friend, Scott, who's not interested in sports at all. Heather is not interested in sports at all, but almost everybody else like has this obsession with some team or another. And they act like that. Like when they're watching the game, I'm never like actually present anymore watching sports with anybody. Like I'm at an age now where I can be like, no, I'm just not going to be there. But, <laughs> but, you know, at times when I would, you know, like when I had roommates, for example, like my best friends, I would live with my best friends and they would get all hyped up during games and like yell at the screen and put all this anger and emotion into watching the game. And that's a waste of their energy. And the players themselves, I guess I was listening to what you were saying and I was thinking, well, that's a good outlet for a person like that who has a lot of angst up anxiety and like a lot of anger in them. I guess that's a good outlet is football. It's a healthier outlet. But then the injuries, those helmets just suck ass. They need <laughs> it, it, it. I don't know. I, I don't like watching people hurt each other. Or be angry at each other. <laughs> yeah, like hockey, like I joke about watching it just for the fights and stuff, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just like fucking, are you having fun? Are you having a good time? Or if like this is your version, I guess, fuck, I mean, it's better than like beating your wife or something. It's just like slamming <laughs> people against the wall. Okay, so least favorite sport is football. Yes. Is there a specific team that you hate the most? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, they all suck. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no reason to like hate one more than any other from my, like I said, my first team that I um, pretended to like, or like expressed interest in was the Dallas Cowboys, but I didn't, you know, at that time, like it was the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Redskins and they were big enemies. And actually, I think that's why I chose Dallas Cowboys as my favorite team, because I'm from Richmond, which is very close to Washington, D.C. And, you know, you and Fairfax as well might know this, too. So, like, since there's no major league football team in Richmond, the closest we got is Washington. So most everybody is a Washington Redskins fan, like mm -hmm. in, in my hometown, my parents included. So maybe that's why I went with Dallas. But I think it's just simply because. You know, my friend Jensen liked Dallas, so I did too. Um, and then the Dolphins, I like bought a Dolphins jersey just because I like the colors of it. And I remember like this is middle school. This is like seventh grade or somebody or something. And somebody like questioned like why I was wearing a Dolphins jersey because they're like, I thought you like the Cowboys. And I was like, yeah, I do. You know, I like, I like I like I like this shirt, too. And they were like kind of perplexed by that. To the point where, like, I remember this conversation, like, years later. So, obviously, it, like, you know, it had some sort of impact of, like, how confused I was. Like, what's the big deal that I can wear, like, two different teams' shirts? And I guess from his perspective, it's like, no, you have to pick a favorite and love them forever, right? Oh, my God. How about yeah, you? Loyal... you? Oh, nope. Yep, me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like you might have like a least favorite um, sports team. Do you? Not really. Um, I will give a shout out to the Packers for being like owned by the people. Cause I think that's a pretty cool concept. Uh, what do you mean by that? 
They, oh man, I'm gonna be super uneducated. <laughs> I'm, I am super uneducated with this. This is really bad. <laughs> uh, so they are like not owned by like an individual or like a group, like the people of where I don't even know where they are. Like Phil, is Philadelphia? No, I think Green Bay, Bay, right? That sounds like I don't Packers. know where that is. I don't even know what state that is. Ohio, <laughs> Green Bay, Minnesota, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but they're like a they're like a union team. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like people, like individuals, like own like stock or something or part uh -huh. of it. Um, I'll fact check myself at the end of this. Um, <laughs> somebody out there is screaming right now. Um, <laughs> probably my stepdad if he listens to this one. It's rough for him. Um, he's a Chiefs fan. Uh, okay. Don't love the name, but it's not the worst name. Looking at you, Washington football team. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I, I said, I said it a few times, just outright. Have they've changed their name though? Haven't they? Aren't they like the Generals or something now, or something? Yeah, some something like that. I don't. I don't like any team really. Uh, but I also don't hate any one team really that much. It's mostly just like, yeah, the individual attitudes and also, oh, I just don't want to forget about this because like, I forgot to write it down, but fucking cheerleaders are treated like shit also in football, which is another reason why it sucks. Last I heard the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders don't get paid and they have to go to this like crazy boot camp and do all this fucking work and do rah-rah and look you know so beautiful and they don't get like shit for pay and that pissed me off it's like i don't really like cheerleading either but i think the, like the gymnastics stuff is cool it's just yeah. more, like you know the outfits and like kind of like the i never understood it at all part of it um, i never once understood it at all i'm not gonna pretend <laughs> to defend it because I've always thought it was completely weird that there was like women in skirts, like with pom poms cheering. And like you said, like the, the gymnastics aspect of it, it that's great. They should be a gymnastics team. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a gymnastics event where we're watching them. And I, it just never, I never understood it. I'm not going to pretend to <laughs> It's just out of my, out of my wheelhouse to understand the entire concept of having a team it's predominantly women there's guy cheerleaders now but i guess there always has been though actually but at any rate i don't understand how it's helpful or how is what is, what is the good part of that there has to be some kind of positive aspect besides like that they're athletic but is there something that they're doing i know they're supposed to be prep pepping up the team but is there yeah, well, like i think maybe it's because you know people aren't the best at coming up with chants so they gotta they gotta lead everybody around the, the crowd sure you know, sure sure i don't know maybe it's because people's attention spans can't handle all that football so they have to like <clears throat> put something pretty and like making a yeah. bunch of noise in front of you because I guess yeah, you I people might get bored otherwise because they know it's boring watching people play sports. So they have to like have something to catch your eye in those dull moments, I suppose. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I, I guess some of those things kind of make what you were saying, like the chance that makes sense. I can see that. 
but I'm just trying to think, is it just, be, is it just to like simply get more kids involved or to sell more uniforms or there's gotta be some kind of underlying reason. To, you know? Yeah. My brain's like thinking like, well, sex sells, but it's like, are, yeah, I'm worried now that there's people who go to football games just to look at cheerleaders now that I'm like thinking about it. There's well, that all, that's always been the case. There. That's always been the case. Ever since cheerleaders have existed, there's people that go to team. Like, you know, I've had friend, skateboarder friends that would want to go to the game just to look at the cheerleaders. I swear to God, that's what people would say. That was a common, <laughs> a common guy expression. I'm going to go to the game just to watch the cheerleaders. It's, it's unfortunate. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> My poor mom, bless her heart. She really wanted me to be a cheerleader. Um, I was one for like a hot <laughs> minute when I was like, I don't know, four. I don't remember the name of the team, but it was like jazz something. It was like a <laughs> basketball team in Montana. Or they okay. were like from somewhere else and were playing in Montana. And yeah, it was like, ah, mom, when you're listening, because my mom listens to all these episodes, um, <laughs> please try to find the tape. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah, because now I'm like super curious. But we, I was just like, um, like one of the kids from the Flintstones. So, you know, we're like we're all in like little costumes doing a funny dance. Like, you know, it, it was it was funny, but like to what purpose did it serve? Like, I don't really know. I mean, I guess a redeeming quality with all these with the sports is to, you know, have your kid involved in something and then doing something athletic. I don't know. I just see a lot more value in things like running or yoga or I, I don't I don't know. I <laughs> Oh, you mentioned gymnastics. We mentioned gymnastics, and right. I think that's one of the top sports. I think it's dope as hell. Yeah, um, just seeing that's... people like fly themselves around and do all sorts of weird shit with their bodies, just like God damn, like my back hurts and I'm only 28. <laughs> Fuck, um, just like my neck cracks every time I turn my head. Like I don't know how you can do this, but it's amazing. I'm sure there are a lot of downsides to it, like sexual abuse by coaches and all of the unfortunate yeah. things that come with it. And you just want it to be this great, wholesome sport, but right. Yes. Downside. Yeah. Like, should, I guess I in, any have, or like a tally list of like, just all of the different shitty things fucked up. Yeah. I mean, as a parent that was that, you know, still is like involved in my kids, activities it it bothers me that the only qualification you need to be like a, a scout leader or a church leader not a church leader but like a church member or helper or a, a soccer coach it's just the willingness to do it and just to <laughs> have a halfway clean record and then any adult can at that point guide children and that's what they're going to be doing is being an influence and in guiding children and it's like anybody can step into that role and luckily from my perspective you know I, i've i've seen some weirdos of course but majority no the it's you know loving parents they're usually other parents of other kids but it's 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 disturbing how like organizations can be easily manipulated by just any like willing adult who appears to be a normal person working with kids. It, it can really, you know, it's dangerous. It can be very dangerous and just working with like the scouts, which had a pretty stringent, 
you know, policy about that and a pretty stringent training program. But even so, I mean, I've never witnessed anything that, that, that I thought was like, you know, I never witnessed anything weird. Let's just say that. <laughs> Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. But I saw a lot of potential. I saw a lot of um, other scout parents and other troops. I was like, that dude seems really weird. Like, or like, I can't imagine like him, like leading a bunch of kids doing something. I just can't imagine how that would be engaging or, or I would, you know, some people ask, I wouldn't like that guy hanging out with my kid. Um, of course that happens. And in sports, here we go. It, it easily can happen because all you need is just athletic ability. And of course, if you're like an adult with athletic ability, you are definitely in a position where you could take advantage of people. And luckily I haven't seen a lot of that happening personally, but I mean, I know it happens. It sucks. Why am I talking about it? It's we're talking shit. <laughs> we're in the real shit. We're in like the dark it shit. Is, it uh, is which dark. Is actually perfect segue because I want to ask you, and you don't have to pick just one, but your worst like sports experience, whether it was like being at a game hmm. or like something you've heard of. Yeah, this is where I'm going to disappoint you because I don't. Oh, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of sport experiences <laughs> to draw from. I just yeah. basically remember on at least more than one occasion, you know, being like 11 or 12 years old. And I already told you, like, being over the game after like 15 minutes and then me, me myself being a bad sport and being like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, you know, everybody else like, come on, come on, buckling up there, partner. And me like, no, this sucks, you know? <laughs> so like having that attitude, of course, led to like, you know, people picking on me and stuff. And so that's a bad experience, I suppose. But beyond that, like, I can't really pinpoint any like real bad. I remember one time, here's a, here's a fun memory. There was a guy named Robbie. This was elementary school. He was maybe third grade. <laughs> there was a praying mantis and they were like all playing football. And he um, coaxed the praying mantis onto the football. And then he drop kicked the football with the praying mantis on it. And we all oh, yelled at fuck. him. Yeah, no shit. We all yelled at him and we hated Robbie after that. Fuck, fuck Robbie. Robbie dude. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie, if you're listening <laughs> to this, you fucking suck. God, no fuck Robbie. Because uh, we all thought it was cool. Like, oh, look at the, look at the, you know, oh, neat, you know, and then yeah. he drop kicked it. It was a big one, too. It was like half the size of the football. It was huge. I don't Dang. know. That sucked. That was a bad yeah. sports memory. Yeah. There we go. Football. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. I love praying mantis. Mm -hmm. Mantises. <laughs> Manti. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Did uh, you have any uh, bad experiences playing? Oh, yeah. Well, I told I mentioned that one where, you know, we're all pushing and shoving and hitting each other, um, <laughs> playing soccer. Yeah. And then. Yeah, um, that one was just a whole ass thing. And let's see, I had another one. Oh, I'm totally going to call up my stepdad real quick. Um, <laughs> so he's really into sports. And yeah, it just never clicked with me. And I was, let's see, maybe 15 and I had left for the summer um, to spend time with other family. And then I came back and like the night I got home, I went out with some friends and we got dinner. And then 
I called my stepdad to pick me up, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm watching the game. Like, you can walk home." <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was like, He's like, "It's nice out," and I was like, "Um, <laughs> no, I'm tired. I just got off a plane." Wow. Uh, and then my mom came and picked me up, and uh, oh my god, yeah, I was just like, "Okay, priorities." Oh, that yeah. was a sad moment in parody, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> god damn, I wish I could remember um, the other memory I had. Um, but yeah, I think the one game where, yeah, it just got, shit got out of hand. It was like some championship game and the other team was playing really dirty. And then at one point this girl kind of like punched me in the stomach while she had the ball. And then I like went to slap her in the face and then (laughs) turned away. And so I just ended up like hitting her in the back. Um, Aww. And the ref, like, pulled out a red card and was like, red card! And I was like, I don't fucking think so! And I'm in, like, eighth grade. <laughs> and then he backed <laughs> down! He stopped! He, I was like, she punched me! And then I was just, like, yelling, and he, like, backed off. Dang. And then I don't remember at one point, at what point my stepdad stepped in, but he and another parent were, like, went to the ref and were like, this is not okay, like, this is unsafe. Like, the kids are... Like, this is very dangerous. And the ref just was like, you know, like, back off, get out of here. And then that's <laughs> when my stepdad mentioned shoving the whistle up his ass, which I, it wasn't intended, I don't think, as an actual threat. You know, it's more no, of like of a course kid, not. Like, it's... Hank Hill, like, I'm going to, you know, yes. your, uh, like, what? But the ref was like, no, nah, I'm going to call the police. And so we got the fuck out of there um, <laughs> and went and got ice cream afterwards. So shout out to my stepdad for that one because he was looking out for the kids, you know. He was genuinely worried about our safety, which, again, just is like, it's a fucking, we're middle schoolers. This is supposed to be fun. Like, why are we all crying? What We yep. all get a trophy no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's first or second place. Like, God damn it, we're children. Ugh, yeah, Hell yeah, that was the worst one. And also, the pictures I have from that era are incredibly embarrassing. I have like this magnet of my soccer photo and I have this awful haircut and um, I was bullied a lot for looking like a boy and as I've gotten older I'm much more comfortable in my skin and gender but like I really did to to be fair just like looking back I'm like oh yeah no it actually makes sense why people thought I was a boy Um, but shout out to the youth of today and being way more woke than we were Um, yeah absolutely so yeah, that one that one's probably the worst. Dang. <laughs> oh, what you what you said reminded me of something too that I was gonna go into. Uh, oh yeah, your your stepdad's threats of shoving the whistle up his ass. I'm doing the quotation like things with my hands now <laughs> because I know like as a dad too, when you make like a silly threat like that, you don't actually mean it. What you really mean is you will stand there and yell at the person until, you know, they either see your way, and then if they don't, you're going to run away. I mean, <laughs> he, he, yeah. nobody was in any danger of any, like, assault at that moment. He just wanted to make his point clear, and that's the language he chose. That's not the action he would have chose. I know it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's a former Marine, but he is, like, one of the most chill people ever. It was. It's very rare for him to raise his voice, so it was like a big deal that he was speaking up. Also, you know, we're watching sports. It's not. Oh my god, mom! I'm sorry. I have to tell the story. So, another <laughs> soccer game. I was goalie. Also, the first when I started playing soccer, 
My team had not won my first team before I was on my best friend's team. We had not won a single game. Um, they made me goalie, even though it was my first time playing soccer ever. Um, we won not a single game the first year I played, and we scored a total of two goals the entire season. Hmm. So that was like my introduction to soccer. Um, but I was playing goalie at this one game, and the brain was just coming down. It was pouring. It was windy, and my stepdad oh. wasn't there. And so it's just my lovely mom, who I love very much. And she was giving a little too much cons- cr- I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Uh, she was being a little critical, a little vocal. Okay, backseat, backseat, um, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And um, I got to the point where I just turned to her and I go, Mom, shut up like in front of everybody <laughs> and it's just like everybody kind of like is quiet for a minute my mom like sits down and like since then she was like much better about it and like we joke about it now so that's why i'm like even bringing it up but um yeah in that moment i was just so fucking angry i was like i know we're losing i don't need your input <laughs> like i'm already angry i'm muddy i'm cold there's rain in my eyes like we're losing i'm sad yeah it's it's a lot of emotion and too too much it should be fun and that's that's how i feel about sports they should be fun you're right charlotte has um me and charlotte have a good understanding because i'm like the i've always been the parent that always takes her to her meets and takes her to practice and you know know all the other skate parents and stuff and there's a lot of other skate parents that are really into sidelining. Like you're saying, like your mom being that one particular game, except for, you know, that's how they are like all the time, encouraging their kids, you might say, or criticizing or even just like loudly cheering them on. (laughs) It's, it's, it, you don't need to do that. I mean, (laughs) your kid is there to do their thing and to do, do a thing with other kids. And I don't know. I've always just thought it kind of weird to like, yeah, to have a parent like super sideline and like that, or like the, there's always like the dad that shouts too loud, like for their kid, you know, and Mm. that, that me and Charlotte have always like found that to be, I guess you would say cringe and that's something I've, I never have done proud to say. And she is happy that that's the way I am too. That I'm, oh. you know, just I'm there, but I'm not going to be not going to try to make a scene of myself or try to draw more attention to my kid. I think that's what's happening is like you see somebody trying to draw a lot of attention to their kid. And I don't know, it can it can be not not a good look sometimes. Um, yeah. I understand where their heart is, but then like if you if they would look at it from a different perspective, maybe they might see. <laughs> It's not a good look. Awesome. Well, talking a lot of shit, man. I don't want anybody to hear this. Are we gonna release? <laughs> I'm like so many unpopular opinions. I'm really like letting loose here. I usually don't do this at all. <laughs> oh, I love that. I I do all the time, but um, no, I've loved this conversation, and I'm excited that we're going to be having more. Assuming yeah, right still on. Down. Let's go ahead and let you plug all your stuff. What do you do? Music. What do I do? Everything. I, I do. Well, you know, on my daytime life, 
I work in water utilities, so I'm, I know a lot about water. Ooh, hey, I were, I'm a board member on our sewer district. So. Oh, right. Hey, there yeah. you go. Hey. I've battled you before then, probably. <laughs> We've met yeah, we can battle. talk about wastewater and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I know too much about it. Um, yeah, my wife also works in utilities. She works from the state side. Um, but you asked me about my music and my podcast. That's what I do for fun is that my band is Introvoid. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's probably the best place. Intro.void. You know, I'm on Spotify and all that other stuff, too. But on Instagram, I'm always releasing a podcast at least every couple of weeks and a song at least every month or so. Um, Rebecca Crow. We haven't released anything in a while. We have like four songs out there on Spotify. Just, you know, me and Heather playing cover songs here in my room. Um, and the podcast is Sweet Child of Time. Uh, we recap the Wheel of Time. And when season two drops, we're going to be, you know, doing uh, instant casts. And then we'll be doing recaps every week of the episodes and doing deep dives. I do that with a guy named Marshland Monster, who's a rapper. And he makes the podcast really fun. Um, I'm kind of the straight guy who's like really into fantasy and like I kind of do the recapping and take all the notes and then he watches it and has fun and makes a lot of jokes and fun observation. He's a lot more fun than I am. He, the <laughs> show would not be any good without him. <laughs> so, you have to have a balance, like a yes. certain dynamic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So those are my things. Thank you for letting me do that. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Before I officially wrap up this episode, I did a little fact-checking, and let me tell you what I found. Okay, so the Green Bay Packers, by the way, are from Wisconsin. Totally should have known that. And they are the third oldest franchise in the NFL, dating back to 1919, and it is the only nonprofit, community-owned, major league professional sports team based in the U.S. That's from good old Wikipedia. And in regard to the cheerleaders, on average, most cheerleaders make in the NFL about $500 per match. The Dallas Cowboys specifically earn about $15 to $20 an hour, or again, $500 per match. And so their yearly salary comes to about $75,000. And that's allegedly because they're considered independent contractors which is the same thing that you see with hairstylists, which, shocking, are more often than not women. But that's a whole nother episode of its own, maybe. And for comparison, NFL players make quarterbacks make on average $7 million. And wide receivers, more like $2.8 million. It's pretty fucking wild. Uh, the top 10 quarterbacks average about 49.4 million. And that's just baffling to me. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say on that. And I got those numbers from Sports Boston, um, NBC Sports, oh, and Sports Philadelphia, whatever. Thank you, NBC Sports. Anyways. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and listen to all of them and stay tuned for next month's episode. Hopefully my microphone is fixed by then because if you couldn't tell, the quality is a little different for my little intro outro because my mic isn't working, 
so bummer but hopefully it's working by next month otherwise you know you're gonna have to deal but anyways I hope you enjoyed and if you want to be a guest on the show you can click the link in the show description I fixed the link to the google form where you can fill out um if you want to be a guest or if you just want to suggest a topic I would love your feedback the intro outro song is Play a Little More by Intro Void featuring Marshland Monster. And they are sampling the podcast Hollywood Handbook. Thank you so much for listening. See you next month. Oh, and don't mind the blood curdling screams. It's just children next door playing.